doing, you American-loving people out there? This is your host, Isaac Hayes, on the Cajun Conservative Show. Hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you are. Wherever you are, you just got to remember that this is the day that the Lord has made. We should rejoice and be glad in it. Hope you're having a good one. Hope you're having a great week. It is uh, it is the midweek, ladies and gentlemen. And look, this episode comes out on Thursdays. So we're over hump day. That means we we are halfway there or not even halfway there. Just a little ways half to the weekend. So unless you're extremely busy like I am, the weekend is going to be great. I am excited. though. I, uh, I do have um, we have scheduled Mr. Elbert Guillory coming on the next episode. That is the only thing scheduled for Saturday. So I might have a day off. It's rare, but I might. And then I say that, you know, yeah, I, look, I've I learned being a small business owner and um, trying to work for the family business and, and do podcasting and work in ministry. You you might have plans, but they're, they they never work out. I, I, it reminds me of that saying, uh, and this is something with God's calling, but, you know, everybody says you want to make God laugh. Tells them, tell them your plans. That's your plans for the future. And I'm, I'm learning this right now. Just submit to God's will and let him lead you. Let him guide you. And everything is going to be all right. Everything will be OK. And uh, not, will it always be easy? No, like life right now. It is not easy. But guess what? Greater is he that is in me. Than he that is in the world. Oh, I'm going to start preaching up in here at the BGS Media Studios. I'm excited and blessed. We got a whole show lined up for you. But want to hurry and give a quick shout out to Giveaderm. Giveaderm is a Tennessee, uh, well, American owned uh, company here in Tennessee. They're uh, up there in Tennessee. I'm messing up this. I apologize. But um, no, but Giveaderm is a, is a great company and it is American owned, women led company conservative led company and it's it's a dermatology company um they sell skin products they sell soaps they sell facial um cleansers and stuff like that all natural ladies and gentlemen and there's so much stuff going into your skincare products the that chemicals and stuff like that it is refreshing to know that there's a company out there that cares about your health and we'll go ahead and do all natural products. You know, God wanted it that way. God wanted us to eat uh, fruits and vegetables and stuff like that. And unfortunately, I, I'm a bad example. I don't eat my fruits and vegetables like I should. But, you know, if you, you, if you go ahead and indulge in more new, uh, natural resources, guess what? You're going to be fine and you're going to be you're going to your skin's going to look healthier and all that stuff. So but this is what Give a Darm does. All natural a product a great product we have tried it it is a uh, great things a uh, great great company and uh miss julian and them are doing a fantastic job out there in tennessee and uh, their packaging is top notch uh we showed a couple of friends of ours some of the products that we received and they were just blown away with the product that it smelled good that it made their hands feel great this is their lotion uh i've used their soap i used their soap yesterday and i look my skin is feeling great. So go ahead and give Give a Derm a shot if you want some skincare products, some lotions, and stuff like that. We have the link in the description. Go ahead and hit that link and also use our promo code BGS Media 10. BGS Media 10, you get 10% off your product. And uh, if you give them a call, tell them that the Cajun Conservative sent you out there. So, all right, so let's start this week. And ladies and gentlemen, a lot of things have happened this week that, that needs to be addressed. 
Uh, I do have a personal story I do want to tell you in the second segment that's going to go along with the other stories I have for today. But ladies and gentlemen, there's just a lot going on in the news. And first off, I want to talk about Joe Biden's job approval numbers. So there was a new poll that came out this week. And the poll was from ABC uh, and Washington Post. And this poll was taken. Now, like, look, I'm going to... I'm going to tell you, as I normally do, I do not trust polls. Um, and I always use the example of 2016 when Hillary Clinton was supposed to beat Donald Trump in a landslide. The polls are wrong. Donald Trump was supposed to win in a landslide. Well, it was a close race, uh, but then Donald Trump took the lead early on. And then later on, Joe Biden went ahead and won. Now, you might be saying, well, Isaac, I have certain beliefs about the 2020 election. You can have all the beliefs you want. He's president. So polls really are they're not really that accurate in my opinion but for washington post and for abc to go ahead and run these polls it took a um, it really didn't it wasn't really good for the biden administration why do i say that because in the poll donald trump is up by 10 points to president joe biden under uh, with independence, Donald Trump is up 13 polls. Now this is ABC Washington Post. I'm not just pull. I'm not pulling this from the Daily Wire. I'm not pulling this from Breitbart. I'm pulling this from ABC's polls themselves. Uh, and in the GOP race, Donald Trump is winning a whopping 39 points ahead of Ron uh, of any of his opponents. Uh, DeSantis 15, Haley seven, Pence six, Scott four, Christie three, and Ranasami three. Now, I, I, like I said, I don't know who they all asked. What was the whole um, numbers they pulled? Now, but this is the this is the the poll number that I really want to address right here because we, we know that Donald Trump is ahead of Joe Biden. There's some polls that put him neck and neck that is real tight. But uh, Daily Wire has one of those polls where it shows the, the comparison of all the, the latest polls. Let me go ahead and pull that up. Um, they, they show all the polls that have been taken um, since all this stuff started going on. And let me see. Yeah, so some of the latest polls. Some, um, Fox News has Trump up 2% or 2 points. Uh, Quantum Leap, Quantum Pack has Biden up one point, CNN has Trump up one point, and Wall Street Journal has him at a dead even tie. This is the first poll that we see that Donald Trump's up big. Like I said, I don't know all the the, the numbers and who they asked, how many people they asked, but ladies and gentlemen, that isn't a good that isn't good numbers for the Biden administration. But like I said, going back to the the numbers I really want to discuss right here is the job approval rating. Uh Donald Trump uh, Joe Biden received 37% approval of his job performance. While 56 disapproved, still fewer approved of Biden's performance on the economy, 30% on handling immigration at the U.S. border. Uh, Biden is rating even lower at a 23%. Ladies and gentlemen, this, is, um, this isn't good for the Biden administration. Now, these polls, when they first came out, they were plastered all over the news, ABC, Wall Street Journal, but they're not, they're not being dwelt on. They're not, they, they talked about it and then they said, Hey, we're going to go ahead and talk about other things in the news and which they're doing. They're, they're talking about other stuff that's happening, but these poll numbers are not really being pushed. Why? Because it's Joe Biden. Joe Biden, it makes Joe Biden look bad. It makes Joe Biden 
look like he don't know what he's doing and America don't like him. Now, see, if this was Donald Trump, if you remember 2016 to 2020, the poll numbers, if Donald Trump went down one point in the polls, they talked about it for three days. The latest poll showed this. The latest poll showed that Donald Trump is having a bad approval rating. I remember Donald Trump getting down to like, I think, 41% approval rating, which is normal amongst presidents. And they were just like, oh, my gosh. 37% approval rating for Joe Biden is not is not a good number. But ladies and gentlemen, it's funny because these are the poll numbers. This comes from the Washington Post and ABC poll. So ABC and Washington Post, for some reason, they're showing these numbers. Um, it's not looking good for the Biden administration. But ladies and gentlemen, do you know what the Democrats want you to do? Do you know what? The, I'm, I'm serious. Do you know what the Democrats want more than anything? And this comes from town hall where there was a report that happened. Democrats demand Joe Biden to be given credit for a successful economy. Now, I just quoted you the numbers. Um, Trump is ahead 10 points in a poll that you, these are left-leaning papers. But this man is sitting at a 37%, uh, 37% approval rating, 56%. Says that they, says that they, they're not happy with how the economy. I, I, I'm going to go back to the other story, where I'm, I want to read the numbers. So all you left leaning people out there are not jumping on me saying I'm making this up. Uh, his uh, his approval rating on the economy is 30 percent. And look, look, it's not good. People don't like the economy. But guess what? You have Democrats wanting to give Biden credit for a successful economy. This ran over uh, a, left, uh, this, uh, a letter to the editor published by the Detroit Free Press demanded that Americans give Biden credit for fixing U.S. inflation. Now, this is coming from Town Hall. The left-wing outlet made an outlandish, outlandish claim in regards to the economy. Read below. This is coming from a quote from the Detroit Free Press. Over the past three months, inflation has run at only 2.4, yet 74% of voters say that inflation is getting worse. Most Republican primary voters say that inflation is going up. The last time we experienced a substantial drop in inflation was during the Reagan years. Overall, price continues to rise. Then higher, uh, however, inflation stabilized around 4%, much higher than the 2.4 we have now. Yet, as of the 1984 poll suggesting voters give Reagan credit for reducing inflation. Ladies and gentlemen, inflation sitting at 7.1. No, no. Uh, between 6 and 7% is fluctuating every so often. President Joe Biden brought up the inflation to 9.1. Now, you have some left-leaning Republicans, uh, left-leaning Democrats say, hold on, Isaac. That is not true. Inflation was high before Biden got in there, which is baloney. At the time Donald Trump got into office, it was sitting at one point some percent annual growth over the year. Inflation was almost non-existent. It was there because you're still printing money and all that stuff. But Donald Trump brought down inflation. We were energy independent. We didn't. We were. We were making money off of tariffs of other countries bringing goods in here. Inflation was almost non-existent. But Biden comes along and inflation goes up from that, let's just say 2%, we're going to round it off, and it went to 9.1%. Now the Democrats want, want 
want Biden to have credit because he brought it down to six something. And, and now they're all, oh, look, oh, Biden brought down inflation. Ladies and gentlemen, that, that's, that's not how that works. You can't bring it high and get credit for bringing it down when you're the first one to bring it up to 9.1%. Democrats want Biden to have credit for the economy. You're paying more for food. You're paying more for gas. You're paying more for your light bill. You're paying more for everything. And the Democrats want Biden to get credit? And look, look, I don't disagree with them. I don't. He should get credit. A bad economy? Put it on him. But they're trying to flip it around on you, saying, yes, high food prices, high gas prices, high everything prices. Your taxes are going up. That is all Biden's fault. Oh, that's not all Biden's fault. But Biden should get credit for bringing down inflation to 6%. And they wonder why the poll numbers. This is why I read the poll numbers at the beginning. Because 30% of people do not approve of what Biden's doing. Look, look, hey, like I said, let him keep doing it. I can hear some of my audience, people that are listening to this show, that are conservative saying, hey, Isaac, let him continue taking taking the credit. Because only 30% of Americans, according to Washington Post, ABC poll, that agree with Biden's handling of the economy. The economy is in the toilet. And look, look, God forbid we go through anything like COVID-19 again, because if they had to shut down this economy, our, our, our Wall Street wouldn't even take long to crash. It was because of the, the, the Trump administration that we, we went through COVID-19 and the economy stayed stable. Ladies and gentlemen, Democrats want President Biden to take credit. Hey, take all the credit. Because people are not liking it. Oh, no, no, no. He wants, we got to give him credit for a successful economy. Where's the successful economy? Inflation. That's all you have? Inflation hasn't went up in about a year, two years. Well, well, good. Good thing it didn't go up. But at the same time, we're still paying more than the last administration. See that? See how Democrats think, ladies and gentlemen? I, I, I hate to say this, but that, that's, that's just... That's how a Democrat thinks. Oh, inflation's high, but it was higher when he got in there or he was higher when he, and he brought it down. So that's successful. He's the nut that brought it up. They want to give the Democrats, the man, Joe Biden, be given credit for a successful economy. Where's the success? Where, where's, where? Look, I'm not, I'm not, I never talked to, well, I've talked to people. Okay, and I never heard a person say, I'm happy for gas prices being that high. Who's that 30% as well? Is that welfare people that live live off the government? Ladies and gentlemen, this is. And they wonder why the poll numbers are down. The the poll numbers that I brought up 30% of Americans don't, they think that Biden is doing a good job in the economy. You have 70% of Americans say this is not a good economy. It is bad. But you have Democrats saying, hey, give him credit for success. We can't. We give him credit. We, we got, they don't, it's funny how they don't want the credit for the bad of this economy. How high gas prices are going up. Ladies and gentlemen, what about, what about the, the immigration problem in America? I was supposed to save this for the, uh, for the last segment, but I'm going to quote it right now. Um, 
Oh, no, no. Where's that? Democrat uh, Governor Kathy Holchum called for National Guards, a New York worsening migrant crisis. You have Fox News going on TV. I think it was Tuesday saying that 11,000 people in two days passed that border. But you want to get credit for that, too, for having illegal immigrants come across the border? No, no, that, that, that ain't us, no. That is Trump policies. Screw that. Trump's out of office for the last four years. The, 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 the migrant problem was so bad under Trump. We never had 11,000 immigrants pass over the border in two days under Trump. Let's give him credit for that. Let's give him credit for the bad economy. No, this is successful. No. When you have left-leaning governors... When they first off, they said, This is a sanctuary city, please come. Now they have to call the National Guard to control the migrant problem because the Demo- the Republicans called their bluff and sent them to sanctuary cities. It's funny how now the Democrats are all worried about the border and, and, and legal immigration problems when we put it on their backyard. My goodness, I want to take credit for all the success I've done in the economy. There's no success. Let's, 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 let's lay credit where credit is due. You messed up at the border, Mr. President. You messed up the economy. Oh, why his phone numbers are so down? I can hear Democrats now. Oh, ABC, why do you think Trump's up 10, per, 10 points? Because the, the, the man that's sitting in the White House don't know what to do. Democrats demand Joe Biden to, give, uh, to be given credit for a successful economy. Where's the success? And that's why I read them polls numbers. I was supposed to do it opposite, but I thought I would leave with that. Because Democrats are demanding with all these, with all these low poll numbers. This man is, is facing an impeachment inquiry. Right now, we have a story on Hunter Biden in the third segment. But ladies and gentlemen, this, this, I don't get what the Democrats are thinking. Down with the ship. That's, that's all I'm thinking. Hey, it don't matter if we're, we're losing. We still got to stick with our agenda and our, 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 our stories. This, this president is failing. But Democrats demand credit for a successful economy. Oh, oh my leg. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and take a break. I'll be right back in a few moments. So stay tuned. That the four things that I think are most important is to be tough on hardened criminals. The criminal justice system, you got to help out people. And I did this for years and years and years as a prosecutor. Probably 80 to 85% of the people that came through the, uh, the DA's office and through my prosecution experience, they, they got help to get back on track. About 15% were just hardened criminals that didn't deserve to be helped. They needed to go somewhere where they could not be a danger to you and I. And so we took care of putting those people in that place. I will fight for victims' rights. I've been a vice president of Crime Fighters, the largest victims group in the state, and dealt with victims all across the state uh, and and helped them uh, navigate the criminal justice system and, and soothe their broken and aching hearts from their losses. And so I would continue to do that. I'd promote the early intervention program, and I would always, always, always be pro-life, pro-gun, and pro-Louisiana and fight for all your constitutional rights. So if you want somebody like me that has a tough on crime background, I think uh, you'd be well suited to join our team. And uh, I would be honored to have your vote on October 14th. 
This message is authorized by the campaign to elect Marty Mayer, Attorney General. Cleansed and made us whole. Not one hope, not one soul. All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show today. <laughs> I'm still bawling. I'm still bawling from from that first segment. Uh, look, okay, I, look, I, and I've came, I've come behind this microphone already, and I've criticized Republicans when they do something stupid. Okay, I, I, look, if you don't believe me, go back and listen to the 220 episodes before this one. You will hear me talk about Fred Mills, the the state representative that did a stupid vote for our state legislation. He was a Republican. I criticized Bill Cassidy. I've criticized Republicans. I've, I, look, I, I'm going to be honest with you, okay? I have I, I criticized Republicans this past week. I did not say it on the air yet, but because I wore a Stephen Wackersback hat on this on this show, I have not endorsed any candidates. Well, you wearing a cap endorses them. No, I got the cap from the candidate. I know wags. I like wearing ball caps. I look. I, I wear a Cajun carts hat on here sometimes. Does that mean that I that, that means I buy all my golf carts from Cajun carts? I don't even own a golf cart. Ladies and gentlemen, look, look, no, 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 no salt to Scotty Gidry, the owner of Cajun carts. Love your product. Was a, he was a sponsor of this show. Still going to be in the future, hopefully. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm j- I'm just saying I like wearing hats. I wear hats, and look, I, I look, I do support Blake Miguez. But at the same time, I, I was on. I came on the air and I said I support Blake Miguez. Look, I do have a preferred candidate in the governor's race, but ladies and gentlemen, all be, because I wore a cap, someone reached out to me and said they will never listen to me again because I did not line up with their candidate. That is hogwash. That is just hogwash. But because I wore a cap, see, I criticize Republicans. I criticize conservatives when they need to be criticized. But instead of the Democrats criticizing Joe Biden for a lousy job on the economy, on the border, on uh, uh, everything, they want to give him credit for a successful economy or a successful withdrawal of Afghanistan or a successful this and everything they want him to have be give credit. Has been a failure. Like I said, if they want to get, they want to give Biden credit for the economy, go all to it, and start quoting the numbers. How we, how we, we have people living paycheck to paycheck that weren't living paycheck to paycheck just three short years ago. How the border that almost four, five thousand, five thousand, five million people have crossed over that border of the long term of Biden being in office. Before he was president, they were waiting at the border to go across because they knew Biden would let them go across. Oh, why Biden so low in the polls? Why? Like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I quote him, but I always give that, that disclaimer. Hey, don't, don't put your full trust in this. But, but I can hear the left. Why, why Trump's leading 10 points? I had a troll and I, he's not on my show no more or on my, on my, my Facebook page. Would always say Republicans are this, Republicans are that, Republicans are this. Why you vote for Trump? Because the man in the man in office right now is a buffoon. And the party, the party leadership, wants to encourage this behavior by giving him credit. Baloney, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm. 
And like, like, like I said, I, this is, this is, this is, this is baloney. This is, this is baloney. All right. Something else that his president has done for the first time ever. First time ever. He brought, he, he made history supposedly again. Uh, Detroit, President Joe Biden on Thursday became the first sitting president to join a picket line with striking workers. Um, uh, ver verifying the, the distributing his commitment to labor and central roles in his reelection campaign. The president, donning a blue hat with a union auto workers symbol, stood on a wooden platform and raised and used a blowhorn to speak to the crowd of union members dressed in red. He was flocked by union auto workers, President Sean, uh, Sean Finn. Uh, the unions built the middle class. That's a fact. Let's keep it going. Uh, the president told, told the crowd outside the GM William Run Redistribution Center in Waynes County, Michigan, you deserve what you earn, and you earn a hell of a lot more than you're getting paid now, now, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a strike. There's a few strikes that were going on with these unions. Uh, the, the, the rider strike and now the automotive strike. They're all on strike. Look, look this is the thing. I'm glad I live in Louisiana on this point because a lot of people brag on unions. Oh, you get paid right. You, unions need to go in the garbage, in my home opinion. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to criticize people that, that work for unions. But ladies and gentlemen, you know how many cars are not going to be made? You know how much money GM's losing that... that taxes basically and joe biden is look and look everybody should get a fair share i'm not i'm not if you work for a job and you're underpaid you know there, there's something that needs to get done with that okay i understand all those points but ladies and gentlemen for the president of the united states to go stand in a picket line and get involved with a private matter it's 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 something going on now now i'm about to say something and i'm not condoning what trump's doing but we're about, we're about to talk about this because a lot of people might look at this and say, well, President Biden going, standing the picket line. Now, that was from political I was reading, by the way. Um, the president going in the picket line. Oh, he cares so much for America. He cares so much for America that, that he would go and, and pull himself down from the White House and come and stand with union workers trying to make a dollar. And look, President Biden, President Biden did say he made that remark that the middle class, uh, the union built the middle class. I don't think so, but uh, let's keep it going. The middle class is really, you know, the, 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 the bedrock of this country. But people, oh, look at the president going, I heard, you know, pundits and liberal newspapers. Oh, the president going out there and, and spend some time with the people. Oh, he's showing he loves America and loves the union workers. Ladies and gentlemen, there's another side to this story. I don't think Biden would have went if one other person didn't say he was going. And that was Donald Trump. Isaac, what you talking about? Well, this comes from, I think, the Daily Wire. Um, no, the Daily Caller. Okay. President Joe Biden is rushing to the picket line to join the striking union auto workers in Detroit, Michigan on Tuesday, one day before President, former President Donald Trump planned to address former and current union workers in the city. Biden announced September 22nd that he would join the picket line after the, WA, the UWA expanded its strike to 38 additional plants 
uh, spread uh, spanning across the United States while negotiations continue to stall. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre taunted the visit as historical, saying the president has always been on the sides of working of the workers getting their fair share. It was relevant. It was revealed September 18th that former President Donald Trump would travel to Detroit, Michigan on Wednesday during during the second GOP presidential debate to speak with the plumbing, plumbers, electricians and auto workers currently are previously part of the UW, uh, UAW thought Biden announced came after Trump. The White House said the decision to go to the picket line had nothing to do with the former president. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. It's funny. It's just, it's just a coincidence, ladies and gentlemen, that President Joe Biden is running for president against Donald Trump. And it wouldn't look good that, that Donald Trump would go to a city where they're having a lot of issues. Now, look, I don't agree with unions. I don't, I don't know. Now, at the time of this recording, Trump has not made his speech yet. You know, like the GOP debate, I, I have it set to record. I'm probably going to talk about it on Sunday's episode, uh, Monday's episode. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, I'm just, I'm just flabbergasted. This is, I, I don't know what Donald Trump is going to say, but at the same time, unions need to be, be brought down. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying, look, and I understand the fair share and, and the, the, I understand all that. I'm not, I'm not in a union. I don't know exactly. There's some people that, that talk good about the unions. You have every right to your opinion. That's what's good about America. But ladies and gentlemen, isn't it just kind of funny to you that Joe Biden, the president of the United States, all of a sudden has the urge to go to Michigan and to stand with these union workers that built the middle class. And he did it right before Trump went. And it was announced days before that Donald Trump was going. Now Joe Biden says, hey, I'm going to go. Is that a coincidence? Now, this isn't the first time this has happened, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to remember what storm it was. I, I can't remember. I, it, I think it was a storm in Florida. It was either Mississippi or Florida. And they had a hurricane go through. And people were crying for the president of the United States to go and to look at all the damages. And President Joe Biden, his normal lame excuse, I don't want to stop the, the emergency workers. This is going to interfere with their rescue missions. Donald Trump shows up with a truck full of supplies, including water, food, and all that stuff. All of a sudden, and look, the whole camera's on him. And President Trump was saying, look, we need to help these people. We need to do this. We need to do that. The federal government needs to help. And then all of a sudden, uh, President Joe Biden, all of a sudden, didn't worry about the, the, um, the confusion of his visit. All of a sudden, he went, oh, I got to go. I got to go show my face. And he waited two days. Um... Uh, I'm trying to think of another incident. Oh, uh, oh, the 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 the, uh, the 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 train derailment. Trump was announcing he was going on a visit to look at everything. All of a sudden, Joe Biden said, "Oh, I gotta go." Because, ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the president of the United States. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold claim here, but I believe with all my heart. Don't care about you, the American citizen. You're peasants to him. Y'all just y'all just, just put me in office and y'all don't worry about me. That is Joe Biden's mentality. Joe Biden cares more about himself, his son, his family, and he does not care about the American citizens. And this is why he drags his feet to these things. 
Because, ladies and gentlemen, in his mind, he shouldn't have to go to those, those events. He shouldn't have to humiliate himself in a picket line. But when President Joe Biden goes, oh, well, I won't get a president. President Trump goes, oh, it makes him look bad. And it, it um, verifies everything I just said. So he has to go out there to show the voters that he somewhat cares about him. But in reality, he doesn't. And look, a lot of people might say, well, hold on. You're saying that because you're a Trump supporter. No, I, 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 I generally, I honestly think that Donald Trump cares for the American citizens because his actions speak louder than his word. Donald Trump don't have to go out there. Donald Trump, Donald Trump can stay at his home in Mar-a-Lago and criticize Joe Biden for not going. That isn't his responsibility to go to these disaster zones, but he does it and he brings supplies with him. He just don't show up with a secret service detail. Ladies and gentlemen, this, this is, this is, this, this I'm, I'm being honest. I just, I, I, I have that feeling that Biden does not care. Biden don't want to go out there and look at Hawaii. The only reason he went out to Hawaii is because people were saying that he didn't care for them. You had millions of dollars going to Ukraine, but you couldn't send, you only sent $700 of couple to, to Florida? Well, that wasn't the president's fault. He's the head of the free world. And ladies and gentlemen, this bugs me when I see stuff like this. Isaac, he went. Yeah, he went after President, President Trump announced he was going. Not because he cared for the American people. He didn't want to get outshone. That's why he went the day before. So he can brag, I was out here first. I talked to y'all first. He's more worried about getting elected than anything. And look, ladies and gentlemen, this is, look, and look, I'm not, I, I honestly wish Ron DeSantis would move up in the polls. That, it don't look like it's happening. So I got, I got, I, I deal with reality. Donald Trump is nine out of 10 going to be the next president of the United States, which will make him the second president in our history to lose an election and come back and win it again. Ladies and gentlemen, he don't have to, he don't have to be president. He could sit at his home in Mar-a-Lago. He got, he got a lot of legal bills, but he could sit at his home. Now, look, they, they had a judge that said he committed fraud. Now, if he did that, he's wrong. But ladies and gentlemen, on, on the indictments and stuff, that's all hunk of baloney. But Biden, Trump don't have to deal with this. Trump can let Ron DeSantis or somebody else. Why is he running for president? Because he, he cares for the, for the people. And I, I think he wants to clean up. I think he, I hope not, but I think he wants revenge on a lot of things. But ladies and gentlemen, I think Donald Trump really cares for people. But ladies, you have this president that's a buffoon in the White House. I hate to call the president. I respect that office, but come on. When you have a man worried more about Ukraine, China, Russia, um, this one, that one, that one, except the two countries he should be worried about first is us, America first, and then our allies, Israel, or any ally, He's more worried about everybody else. Spends billions upon billions of dollars in Ukraine. And advising these people not to make a deal because they got to get their fair share. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's retarded. I hate to say it like that. And look, it just... Me personally, I, I think his true motive was not to get outshone by Donald Trump again. And I hate, look, if there's any of you union workers that are listening, I hope I didn't offend you. I'm giving you my opinion, but the president does not care about you. 
You know why the president wants you to get more money? So he can pull out more taxes out of you. That's the bottom line. That's how I feel. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and take our second and final break. We'll be right back in a few moments. So please stay tuned. white-collar criminals to violent crime, Marty Maley has prosecuted it all. A professional criminal prosecutor, not a politician. A statewide leader among professional prosecutors. An instructor for local law enforcement and police officers. Marty Maley cares. He's the leader of an early intervention program to keep children out of crime and jail. An attitude of service, a heart for people. Marty Maley, Attorney General. When this world seems to get me down. All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative Show today. Oh, I will say this. That song does minister to me. He's our hope. He's our strength. He's our peace of mind. And this whole world, this whole world seems to get me down. He's the one to pick us up. So, ladies and gentlemen, I did bring out a story earlier. I, I didn't elaborate on it a little bit more. I'm, I'm worked up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sweating not because it's, it's, it's hot in here. I just I'm, I'm worked up. But um, I did mention a story earlier. But yeah, there was a, there was a, a Republican that I guess or I'm assuming a Republican for sure a conservative. And look, conservative are very passionate people. If you listen to the show any amount of time, you know I'm a passionate guy. I get worked up. I talk about. Stuff like this. And there's people that, look, shout out to my brother Scott Ford from the Scott Ford Show. Go check out his show on Rumble. Uh, he always tells me he likes the angry Isaac. And I don't like getting worked up. But it, you start hearing things like this. It, it, it You know, you get worked up. And I, I'm understanding that you have to be passionate. But, yeah, on my last video, I wore a, a Stephen Wagaspak hat. He's running for governor. I, I went to a political event. He had a hat. I pick up hats. I like hats. Um, I pick, I like Blake Miguez. I'm voting for Blake Miguez. I think he's the best candidate. But I like his hat. I, I w- I'm going to probably wear his hat way after if he wins or loses. I, I like wearing caps. If you watch this show, I, I don't think there's been, I think maybe one episode I came in here without a cap. Now, I've never said I endorsed a political candidate uh, for the governor's side. And I, like uh, one uh, producer, LB, said, you know, sometimes people see that as like an endorsement you wearing a cap. Okay. Hey, that's fine. But, you know, I, I like wearing ball caps. Stephen Wagaspack has a nice cap. Um, yeah, but I had one of my subscribers on YouTube says, said, told me they will never, they, they're going to unsubscribe because I'm wearing a Stephen Wagaspack hat. Now, here in the state of Louisiana, I've explained already our predicament of governor's races. And ladies and gentlemen, this is why, and look, I'm against the, the jumbo primary system, but in the jumbo primary system, you vote for who you think is right. And look, I'm, I'm tall between two candidates right now. I will be honest with you. I am tall between two candidates. And I, I'm trying to make my decision. Um, majority of the, the, the election, I, I've, got, I've got my candidate lined up already. And it's all conservative candidates. But ladies and gentlemen, if you, if you, it, this is what I just want to tell the, the Louisiana citizens that, is listen, that are listening to this show. Don't judge, don't judge a person by the cap they're wearing. Because this one person told me they're not going to, they, they were unsubscribing. They weren't going to listen to me because I had a Stephen Wagaspak hat on. What if I'm voting for Stephen Wagaspak? Okay. There may be a reason. I'm just, I'm just saying. But I'm not, I'm, if, if Jeff Landry or Sherrod Hewitt or um, 
uh, John Schroeder gets into the general election, I'm going to vote for the Republican. Now I'm hoping all these Republicans that are, or even, look, even Hunter Lundy. If Hunter Lundy gets into the runoff, I'm going to vote for Hunter Lundy. And I'm not voting for the Democrat. That's just my stance. But ladies and gentlemen, and look, I've talked to a lot of people and they agree with me. Even some hardcore conservatives agree with me on this. Why the heck are you going to not listen to a person that's giving truth because I wore a cap? Now, look, I'm, never, I, I'm not a journalist. I never said I was a journalist. I will never be a journalist. I am, I, I am an opinionist. That's how I like to call myself. I am, I am an opinion-driven show. And I, I mentioned it that I criticized Republicans. Like I said, I did it. I replied back, why? I, look, I, I never endorsed a candidate. And there was some people like, you endorsed Stephen Waggis back? No, I did not. Now, we are in the works to try to get Stephen Waggis back on this show. If it happens before the election, well, hey, it happens before the election. If not, I have a friend in Stephen Waggis back. And Stephen, Stephen knows that, hey, I just going to vote with his conscience. I don't just, hey, I like Jeff Landry. Oh, hey, I like Sherry Hewitt. Oh, I like uh, John Schroeder. Oh, I like Wags. I'm not going to just vote for somebody because I like them. I vote for them on their policies and how they act. And ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I, I'm not against Jeff. I'm not against Sherrod. I'm not against John Schroeder. I have a good friend. That's, that's the co-chairman of the RPEC. Me and him look a lot, we, we talk a lot different on policies with concerning the governor. But at the same time, I'm not going to go ahead and stop talking to that person. I'm not going to hold my nose up and say, oh, he, he, uh, my, I like this candidate, but he don't like it. No, because there's a lot of things we agree on. And ladies and gentlemen, if you live in the state of Louisiana and you're a Republican, please do me a favor. Don't judge a book by his cover or don't judge the conservative by the hat he's wearing because this is this is the problem in louisiana this is why i i just i came off an interview with dr michael swartz the writer of fauci's fiction good book go check it out and twice he asked me that how do you have a democrat as a governor because we have immature republicans that cannot hold their nose while they pull a lever Oh, this one did this one. I'm going to not vote for you. Or they're not going to go vote at all. When you do that, and, and look, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I hear a lot of conservatives. I hear a lot of Republicans. Oh, John Bell's so bad. John Bell's so bad. Well, if you would have did your part and went vote for Eddie Responi, 9 out of 10, we would not have been in this problem here in the state of Louisiana, however. And look, I, we have national listeners. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. we, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia. Florida, Texas, Arkansas, all thriving. It's, it's a sea of red with one little blue dot, and that's Louisiana. This is why I'm encouraging all you people that are in Louisiana, vote Republican. Vote Republican. Or look, even that, look, Hunter Lundy, uh, you know, Hunter Lundy's an independent. I've met Mr. Lundy. Great guy. If, 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 if it comes down to Sean Wilson and Hunter Lundy, vote Hunter Lundy. But don't, don't, don't judge a conservative by the cap he's wearing. Because I look, like I said, I, and look, I just grabbed that cap. I put it on that morning. I went to church. I, I just put on a cap. I wasn't going to go home to change a cap. And, and that's the thing. I, I, okay. Uh, and I'm going to give a life lesson to every conservative out there and every Republican. 
Don't 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 be afraid to voice your opinion. Because look, this is the first time a cap has gotten people in problem in, in trouble. I never had that problem with a MAGA cap, but at the same time, you know, hey, voice your opinion. Anyway, I wasn't planning on talking about this. I have other stories. I might have to save them for the sake of time. Um, I'm gonna use for example the liberal trucker. Okay. I, I don't talk to I don't talk to him that much no more, but I've 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 had interactions with him. And he has a, a cup, a big mug. And then listen, he's a trucker. And majority of truckers are conservative. Um, I don't know what happened to the liberal trucker, but anyway. <laughs> uh, but but he, he walks around with a cup and it has the F word with Trump on it. And he wears shirts that he voices his opinion on. Now, I do not agree with the liberal trucker. I'm not going to sit here and say I do, but he, he, he goes ahead and he's not worried about what people think. Now, if you talk to him, he will treat you with respect as long as you treat him with respect. But if you, and I'm the same way, I will speak with a treat if he wants to talk to me about politics as long as it's done in a respectful manner. But if I get if I get told you're this and this this and this, I'm gonna come back with say, hey, hold on, let's talk. And that that's what we need. We need conservatives that 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 are that have that have that 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 that, that spunk to say, look, this is my opinion. Okay, we shouldn't be afraid to wear a hat that says Donald Trump or say, um, say Jeff Landry or. Stephen Wagaspack. You shouldn't be afraid of that. But ladies and gentlemen, and, and like, I, like I said, I, br I briefly brought it up because and I was worked up. Because I was using that point of how I criticize Republicans sometimes. And th look, th the state, Louisiana, I hate to say it, that's, that's what we, we have an issue with. We have Republicans. And look, I'm not, I'm not against, we have Republicans that, that just, they're so passionate that they don't know what they're doing. And ladies and gentlemen, I, look, I don't know this person. I never met this person. If this person wants to come on the air and they're listening, hey, come on. Email me at the Cajun Conservative 5. We'll work it at gmail.com. We'll work it out to where you can come on and voice your opinion. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to sit here. And, 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 and people are going to say, oh, you're wearing a cap. I'm not going to listen to you. Well, look, that's your preference. I go. But if, you, if I agree with you and you agree with me on 95%, of the of, of everything. Then 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 why why worry about my cap? I'm just I'm that, that look, I'm like I said, be passionate, but know how to use your passion for the right reasons. And ladies and gentlemen, if that if, if that's a result of what's gonna happen in, in October, I hate to tell you conservatives that live in here, live in Louisiana, y'all possibly gonna have another Democrat governor. Because if it, 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 and look, I, the only time I criticize a governorial and I like I did that with Wags, I I will, I will Bring that up. When I heard a pack that supporting Stephen Wagner's pack attacked Jeff Landry, I came against him. I thought it was Wags. I found out it wasn't. Stephen Wagner's pack did not have nothing to do with that pack. That was a pack that was supporting Stephen Wagner's pack. Now, ladies and gentlemen, to my knowledge, Stephen Wagner's pack, Jeff Landry, Sherrod Hewen, and others, there's only one candidate that has went attack the top two frontrunners, and that was John Stroder. And I came behind his microphone and I criticized, if, I, if my members started, criticized John Schroeder. Because this is the problem in Louisiana. First off, 
Republicans can't put together a ham sandwich behind closed doors. They would mess that up. And two, the fighting amongst Republicans, because you think that somebody else should be in that spot, you, you need to have your heart checked. Because like me, look, I'm, I'm that type of guy, okay? My candidate does not win. Well, guess what? I'm going to say, man, I do not agree with that candidate, but he's better than a Democrat, so I'm going to go ahead and vote for that candidate. And ladies and gentlemen, I just... I, 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 I see a bad atmosphere in Louisiana right now. And look, uh, look, if you're listening all over the country, you're like, Isaac, when are you going to get back to the national stories? I'm sorry, this is a state story. But I, I need to reach out to my, my, my audience in Louisiana. I really need to reach out to y'all guys because y'all need to understand something. You're attacking each other does not help the state. You reaching out, you you're you're bickering over a conservative wearing a cap of the of not your preferred candidate. You you're the problem because you're letting a cap determine who you're going to listen to, and this goes to another point. Just thinking about it, if you're not going to go ahead and engage with people that disagree with you, and only the people that agree with you, that that's not good either. Okay, look, people ask me all the time, why you engage? And I'm, I'm using them, and look, I'm shooting them some free publicity. But people want to, people were asking, why did you interview a liberal trucker? A liberal that's on TikTok. Um, because I wanted to hear what he had to say. And I, we had great dialogue. I, I still love that interview. Ladies and gentlemen, by far, that's probably one of the best interviews. Wait, you disagreed on everything. Yes, but we got a chance to talk. If you're going to go ahead and just hang out with the people that you you feel comfortable with, you're not going to know how to answer the other side when they come debate you. Oh, I listen to, to so, I'm, I'm, I'm use me for example. I listen to the Cajun conservative. I got to know. Yeah, but unless you talk with somebody you disagree with, and look, on, on that point, look, if Wags win, and because I wore that cap, if you feel that I voted for him, you can call me and say, hey, Isaac, it was wrong. Well, guess what? Show me receipts. If you're right, I will admit I'm wrong. But ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's, and look, you can tie this into a lot of, you can tie this nationally too. I'm, I'm going to keep with this story. I'm going to keep with my opinion because I think this needs to be said because it's just not Louisiana we have this issue. We have this issue all over the country thinking about it. Um, I, I, and my friend, Barry Martin, guest host of the Cajun conservative show ever so often brought this out to me. You tell somebody you're a DeSantis person and they give you a cross eye because they're a Donald Trump person and they act like, cause you support Ron DeSantis that you hate Donald Trump. This happens on the conservative side. I've had this done to me already. I've, ha I've had people, you're not supporting Trump. Well, what's wrong with Trump? And, and they get all offensive, and then they don't want to listen to nothing you say when you say, well, I feel Trump is this, this, and this. This is the reason why I choose DeSantis. This is why I prefer Ron DeSantis as a president. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, this, this is a natural. Go ahead and wear a Ron DeSantis cap in a Republican place, and they're all, all Trump people. Look, this is Trump country here. This is Trump country in Louisiana. Trump is loved by a lot of people, but when people come up to me and ask, hey, who you voting for for president? And I tell them, 
if, if, if there's still all these candidates in there, I'm probably going to go to the Republican primary and I'm going to vote for Ron DeSantis. <gasps> they, they catch a heart like Fred Sanford. What? You're not supporting Trump? And ladies and gentlemen, look, I, I'm giving a lot of shout outs on this segment, but this is why I love Scott Ford so much. And look, Scott, I know you listen. My brother, love you, man. Go check out his show on Rumble. But Scott Ford is a Trump guy. He, he leans towards Trump. And me and Scott have on air and privately discussed why we prefer the, 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 our preferred candidate. I, I, look, I have, a, I have a, like I said, Kelby Daigle, who will be on this show. Kel, Kelby Daigle, Kelby Daigle, me, we disagree about the presidential candidates and Trump and all that. But the thing about those two individuals that I like so much, we can sit down and have a conversation. We can sit down. We can disagree. We let each other talk. Now, we all, now we're all Republicans. We're all conservatives for the most part. We are all conservatives. But we sit down and we, we talk about, and that, that's what we need more in the country. It isn't, you're not voting for Trump. Ah, oh, you're outcast of the Republican Party. Oh, man, why you don't support Trump? Man, I, that's a good reason, but let me tell you why I'm supporting Trump. And at the end of the day, when it comes down to, because I believe Donald Trump's going to win this election. I, ju I, just, I, I see that way going. At the end of the day, when Donald Trump and whoever is running mate is, and Biden and Hyena Kamala Harris are on the ballot, you have to go ahead and say, you know what, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump, if you're a conservative. If you're a Democrat, you can vote for Biden, but come on our side. Our side will get you get get you a lot more uh, freedoms. Give you, they, they, it just, all, anyway, that's a, but I'm just saying, whoever Donald Trump, because it's not going to be Pence, whoever Donald Trump asks to be his vice president candidate. At the end of the day, look, if Ron DeSantis don't make it, guess what? I'm not going to vote for Ron DeSantis. I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. I'm not going to go ahead and say, well, Ron DeSantis didn't make it. I'm going to. And as, as conservatives, we need to do better. We need to do better to, to go ahead and join together and have one common goal, and that is to stop the left-leaning agenda in this country. Same thing with Republicans, uh, Republicans in Louisiana. Going back to us here in the state. We have 16 candidates. Four, uh, four to five of them are Republicans. Uh, probably a lot more. There's, there's some people on the ballot. When I looked at my ballot, I'm like, huh? Who's that? Ladies and gentlemen, we have, we have at least five candidates that are Republicans. Look, and look, I know look, Louisiana's Jeff Landry country. country. I, I predict it's going to be Jeff Landry and Sean Wilson in the, in the, in the uh, election going into the runoff. We're going to talk more about that on election night when we're going to have our Facebook Live and YouTube Live of the uh, election results. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't. I'm, I'm still, still surprised. Mad over a cap. I ain't listening to you no more. Maybe that's why Rush Limbaugh never wore a cap. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. And look, Jeff's a good, good candidate, a good conservative candidate. Ladies and gentlemen, I, like I said, I've never formally announced who I'm voting for or endorsed. The only endorsement that I have given so far was for Alan Seaball and Blake Miguez. That's all the candidates I have endorsed. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to do better.
in the state of Louisiana. We need to do better in the country, going back to the countryside. Don't 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 look down on somebody because they're not voting for your preferred candidate. We still have a right to disagree in this country. And that, that's my thoughts on that. Like I said, I had something else and that was pondering. I did want to talk about this and I was going to only spend two, three minutes on it, but it took a whole segment. So with that being said, that is going to wrap up this episode of the Cajun conservative show. This, this uh, midweek episode. Uh, if you like the content that you are listening to, please do me a favor, hit that bell, hit the subscribe button and hit the like button on the platform. Um, there is some platforms that you have to hit follow all our audio sites are follow uh well maybe one i think um uh apple podcast you have to hit subscribe but no matter uh, <laughs> uh hit the subscribe button hit the follow button on the platform you're listening on if you're watching on youtube hit the bell and hit the like button also hit the share button on the platform rumble hit the rumble button that is very important and start telling friends about the cajun conservative show again thank you to give a derm and to marty melee for sponsoring uh the these uh sponsoring this episode um if you can you know look up marty melee for a lieutenant governor also check out all the other candidates uh that are running in this race to vote the vote for the candidate you feel is right for the position and what happens in the runoffs so oh that's for louisiana people now uh, i think uh, kentucky and them they do in november but thank you to everybody that he that have continued to support the cajun conservative show if you want to support the cajun conservative show and sponsor us go ahead and send me an email at the cajun conservative five at gmail.com and we will work out all the details until next time be blessed be encouraged remember jesus christ is king he's coming back and he's coming back soon so don't be afraid of heart because jesus has overcome the world if you want to know jesus your lord and savior Reach out to me at that email address. I'll tell you how to make Jesus your savior and heaven your home. So until next time, be blessed. You have a good one. And he is the open door.